0: I love these Friday night games. (laughs) I'm probably alone. Yeah, just because like, well, I am alone, so therefore I can do whatever I want. (laughs) And I was looking at the schedule and I was like, oh, hell yeah, seven o'clock Friday, I'm in. Like, it also says a lot about my social life, but um, I'm pretty stoked. I I like spreading out the football. (laughs) It makes me happy. Welcome to
1: an ACC podcast. I am going to have on a guest this week that I've had on before, Caroline Darney from Streaking the Lawn, because that is the ranked on ranked ACC matchup of the week as Virginia Tech goes to Notre Dame. Um, I'm Lauren Brownlow as well. I have not. S- I am going I on day. I always a I always do that, but b you'll have to forgive me, everybody. I'm I'm on day. What am I on now? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, five day five. Of sick kid experience, I have not seen the sun in nearly 24 hours, or felt its warmth, and I am going a little a little mad. But uh, so I don't, you know, it'll be interesting. You should listen to the end of this episode to see if there are pics from my toddler. I don't know that he will make them this week. Um, <laughs> he has he has strep throat, uh, which of course you have to have a certain fever for a certain amount of days before a doctor will even uh, see your child which is fun. So uh, you just, What? You, you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. So that's basically why this has like been such an ordeal is because like I called on Sunday when he had a fever initially, which was like one Oh four kids get super high fevers too, by the way. And it's like, that's terrifying. yeah. It, it, well, thankfully we've made, we've made the mistake before of taking him to the hospital, like without, Needing to when he was really little. And the doctor was basically like, dude, just give him some medicine. I was like, oh. Yeah, sorry. but it's a baby. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. He was, he was littler. Yeah, exactly. He, but he was young enough to scare us. But, um, yeah, we, anyway, they, they were basically like, yeah, um, that's all well and good, but, uh, call us in a couple days. Oh, uh, man. If he still has a fever, and I was like,
0: "Great, three days is is the rule." So, wow, I'm the queen of the false positive uh, strep tests. Like, I'm the one that do like the rapid, and they're like, "You don't have it," and then I'll go home without any medicine, and they'll call me two days later and be like, "Ooh, bad news. <laughs> Turns out you do have <laughs> strep, so you have to go back to the hospital." I was like, "Oh, this is great. This has happened like three times in my life. Once, once in Hawaii, where I was doing a, a summer cruise for ROTC." I got sick. I went to the hospital oh in Pearl Harbor. The rapid strep came back negative. I fly back to Virginia. <laughs> Sorry to everyone on that plane. I'm sure you all got strep. Um, and then I'm in Virginia and I get a call from the like <laughs> doctor's office there in Hawaii. And they're like, oh, hey, you want to come in and just grab some meds? I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Down. Uh I, I'd yeah, love to. However. I have to go sit in the ER for like 3 hours to then get retested because they won't just like take your word apparently. <laughs> so anyway, that's why. <laughs> Welcome time. to yeah. Strep Talk with Caroline and Lauren.
1: Welcome. It's a very go. It's a very go ACC True. lowercase hashtag. Week I am excited
0: eight. though to be the first return guest. I feel like you know you're not obligated to have me on, but um, I do feel very special. Very
1: special. I like to do things in order. I don't know why. It's a very <laughs> yeah. weird like compulsion that I have when it comes to breaking down these games and looking at what's going on. Um, it, I think it just helps me keep up. But uh, Friday night football, the ACC takeover of Friday night. Some, yeah, one of, these, one of these days I will actually go and like delineate like which ACC team would have been like which show from TGIF back in the day. <laughs> yeah, because you know if we're gonna take over Friday nights, like we got to do it right, and and then do like
0: one that's which team was which character from the TV yes. show Friday Night Lights. Ooh, I
1: would love, well, that's, that's so, okay. I might, I might do that, but I love that show. Can we just
0: do coach Bennett, coach Taylor, just for fun. It's not related, but they're still there.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe, maybe that wouldn't be a bad one for sure. Um, (laughs) Trevor Lawrence from Clemson already said that uh, the quarterback that played, um, who was it in the movie? It was a uh, remember the Titans, right? Yeah, they he was asked who would play him the other day. And he said that that guy would play him. So I guess we have oh, Trevor right. Lawrence's casting.
0: <laughs> that's pretty good. done
1: um, So yeah, Friday night, we've got Duke traveling up to Virginia Tech in one of those. And we've had quite a few of these lately. We'll have quite a few of them this week. Those sort of like, who are you? moments those sort of who are you games and we're going to get that I think for both of these teams Um, I I had this weird feeling for some reason that like Duke has not beaten Virginia Tech very much and I turned I pulled it up and sure enough yeah that's definitely the case and I I feel like I remember a lot in Duke history and I think this this definitely happened last year Duke had a good start to the season and they hosted Virginia Tech and Virginia Tech just you know this I don't even think the final score was as close as the game was like it it was 31-14 Virginia Tech really controlled that game and Virginia Tech didn't end up very being very good. Now Duke didn't end up being amazing either, but I don't think that the disparity um shook out the way that that game did if that makes sense. And so I I just have this weird feeling about Duke that like lately they just haven't quite for whatever reason they they haven't really shown up um against Virginia Tech the way that we would expect them to. Yeah,
0: it's a weird like I feel like every team has I didn't think when you mentioned that that was the case, I kind of was like, Oh yeah, they have had trouble with them. It's like the Mike London always beating Miami and like, the it was my favorite (laughs) thing. Like these teams have these like ridiculous weird, like, wait, why do they beat everyone else? Or even when they're good, they struggle with one specific team type thing, you know? Right. And yeah, I guess it's just, I think this game is going to be so fascinating just from the standpoint of who is, I mean, I have a little bit of an idea who Duke is, you know, like you've, it's yeah. tough. They got, I think, deservedly got a lot of credit for you know going to play Alabama and getting schwacked. And you know, it's tough stuff to start that way. <laughs> it's like Shracked. I don't know what the best word is because uh, you know, they put out a good effort. They held them scoreless for a quarter. You know, it's very exciting. Um, but this Tech team, I just don't like. Just who are you? What is your deal? It doesn't mean yeah. that they had a bye week this early as well, or the fact that they played. Old Dominion and Furman and you know Virginia folks aren't gonna like be throwing any shade towards ODU this season because they got punched in the mouth oh, no, and they no. like you know ODU had a bye week to prepare for Virginia and they used it very well. Um, but you look at like that BC game where you're like, okay, like BC's pretty solid. I can see where things are starting to shake out. Then they go get doubled up by Kansas and you're like, well everything I know now is unfamiliar and scary. Like I don't know what's happening. So this one's going to be really interesting to me because it's can, can tech clean up their turnover issues? Is Ryan Willis going to get more comfortable? Like, are they, you know, will they have a running back that really emerges as the guy to go to? Is the defense going to look more like last year going to look more like a Bud Foster defense? And on the other side, Quentin Harris is just a delight and it's kind of like Duke was expected to not be a huge player this year, but they've, had some really solid outings. So, like, is this a chance for them to kind of, like, cement where they are in the coastal?
1: Yeah, and I think you're right. Um, I was impressed. I knew that Duke was going to beat Middle Tennessee State, but they made it look pretty easy. And so that was something that caught my eye a little bit because I've been sort of, you know, mixed on Duke, not quite sure what to think. And, yeah, Virginia Tech, just every every game they've played this year, it feels like, has just been very, like, it feels like Virginia Tech fans have left it, even though they've been wins, just feeling pretty, you know, disappointed and and I know they had uh the good running back performance against Furman but you know you have to throw in that it was Furman but I just yeah it's like you said yeah. I don't know what to make of 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 this game and and what's going to happen in it but this is definitely one of those find out abouts because you expect to get crushed by Alabama and Duke you know did what they needed to do uh with NCANT and, and then they you know they crushed middle Tennessee. So it's like, okay, are they going to be really good or are they just going to be okay? And are they
0: going to beat Virginia? I don't know. Um, I think this is one where you could tell me the final score yeah, and I'd be like, okay, great. But who won? Like, and I would believe anything from like, you know, 30 to 13, to you know, 2120. <laughs> and also you're like, wait, but what ha- like what happened? <laughs> I have to throw this out there. So because <laughs>
1: it's really funny. <laughs> I'm like looking at all these scores, and they're usually these games are generally pretty gross between these two. Like uh 17-16, Duke lost in 2014. In 2016, it was like 24-21 in Durham, uh, Virginia Tech won. Uh, Virginia Tech won in Blacksburg, 24 to 3. The next year, then they won 31-14 last year. There was I and I for some reason have no memory of this. Forty five, forty three in twenty fifteen. Duke won in Blacksburg. What?
0: Oh my God! <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I don't either. And that's the other question too: is you know what is the crowd going to look like in Blacksburg? It's a Friday night game. People aren't as stoked. You know, they're not like you talked about. They're not as happy with the performance. And this is uncharted territory for Tech fans, honestly. And we, I think we mentioned it the last time I was on, but you know, they're, they're used to a certain standard of football, and they haven't gotten that quality level or what they expect the past couple of years or seasons. I mean, it's actually been a few seasons for them and that's fair. Like have expectations. Like that's what, you know, absolutely. Like you should want your team to be fighting for the ACC, you know, coastal and the ACC every year. And they feel like they haven't gotten that. I think near the end of um, coach Beamer's tenure. But anyway, I digress. What is the atmosphere going to be like there? You know, is it going to be packed? Is it going to be as like, rocking is people always associate with lane stadium so i think this i <laughs> i love these friday night games <laughs> i'm running alone yeah just because like well i am alone so therefore i can do whatever i want <laughs> and <laughs> i was looking at the schedule and i was like oh hell yeah seven o'clock friday i'm in like it also says a lot about my social life but um i'm pretty stoked i did gonna. I like spreading out the football <laughs> it makes me happy
1: I get it. Uh, for me, I'm like, please don't encroach on my weekend. But yeah,
0: we've been, <laughs> we've,
1: we've, yeah. I did have to drop this stat from um, Josh Goodson on Twitter. Um, Cutcliffe is ten and two against the spread, and ten and two straight up when a road underdog of four points or less. Um, they're two point, two and a half point underdog. Although to be fair, and we'll we'll move on past this game. But like to be fair, I remember when this line initially came out, and it was like six and a half Virginia Tech and. This is this is where Virginia Tech fans are with their own team. They basically were like, "Oh, I'm pounding Duke. Like, what are you kidding me? Six and a half for us? Like, that's terrible." So, it, they, like, they bet so much that they like brought the line down to two and a half.
0: I was surprised by that line when it came out. I, I'm I don't know. Like, I don't know that I would necessarily. I don't know if you asked me to pick. Like, oh, you think Duke's going to win? I'd be like, oh, see, that's a, this is that game. Like, just the five, but. I was surprised it was almost a touchdown in favor of Dev Tech.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, Holy Cross, Syracuse—that kicks off Saturday. That's okay. Um, look, Syracuse when they get in,
0: it. <laughs> I mean Boston and, and New York, right? Yeah, um, I mean that's no, the, the premier Boston college. There definitely isn't another one.
1: <laughs> it's in Boston, right? Is it in Boston? Am I making? I that think up? it is. Not <laughs> at the time. It's in Warchiv- <laughs> It's in Worcester. it's i think it's in Worchester Worcester I don't know how to. Pr- i don't know how to pronounce that I'm gonna pronounce it as it's spelled. I don't care um Worcester
0: is <laughs> Worcester like Worcester Mass, for some yeah. reason for some reason it's like, yeah, okay well, that's where it is It's like Worcester sauce i been every time I say that I'm like, said it really it wrong. bothers me,
1: yeah. yeah, I'm like that's not the way it's spelled, but anyway, they're playing Syracuse always takes care of f c s teams for the most part, and this should not be. Any different? I didn't really even come across anything like super interesting from a mascot perspective, except for like they used to have a Crusader mascot and they dropped it a couple years ago because they were like, they were like, "What
0: is that a problem? (laughs) We're not doing this still." Is that frowned upon? Uh, My favorite thing about Holy Cross is that I used to know someone who went there and they called it Coo the Ho Crow College of the Holy Cross, and I really enjoyed that. Oh, interesting. This has been. Holy cross tidbits with Caroline. <laughs> kind of the crow. the hope. Um, yeah. I mean, Syracuse definitely looked better. Um, last weekend. And you're trying to see, you finally saw a little bit out of DeVito, but For it's sure. this should be, this is one that sorry, Syracuse. I'm probably not gonna, Oh, it's ACC network. So I'll probably watch it. <laughs> see, <laughs> I've got an ACC network problem. You guys, it's, it's extremely my thing. <laughs> It's okay. It was made for me. (laughs) Yeah,
1: something wrong with that. Uh, Yeah. All right. Let's get to Delaware Pit. Would it not be the most pit thing ever to like? They're not going to lose to Delaware, right? But like to mess around with Delaware, to toy with Delaware, it would be the most pit thing ever. After beating
0: UCF, after the yeah. super weapon, the super weapon discharged against UCF, get the top fifteen, you know, upset, yeah, and then come out and just really throw up on themselves against Delaware. I could see it. I don't think they're going to lose. Don't get me wrong, but no, no, no. fighting
1: Joe Flacco's might, you know, have <laughs> are a, they elite? <laughs> yes, exactly. Not quite. Oh, boy. Yeah, they got truck sticked by uh, North Dakota State. Of course, lots of people do um, in the FCS level. And then they beat Penn by one point last week. They are, I think, two
0: and two, if I can read. No, they're three and one. I can't read. Great. Great. Really, really great. Pitt Pitt is another team that if you ask me right now, I mean, I actually, I'm not even like questioning it. I think they're the second best team in the Coastal right now. Like, yeah, I put Virginia first, no. and then we can have a discussion. You know, Wake, Virginia, sure, two, sure. three power rankings. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. fine with either one. Sure. Um, I would. I think I put Pitt fourth, like in put the Pitt. overall power rankings. I put them second in the coastal. So you I think put that Pitt in. Is continue. that what you're saying? I put Pitt in. Okay. Put Pitt in. I would 100. percent I think that game for Virginia is going to only look better over the course of the season. Sure. This is all setting them up to lo- lose to Delaware, but.
1: They won't um, lose to Delaware, but I just, you know, <laughs> it's, I mean, we've seen it constantly over and over. Like, Pitt is just one of those teams that will, they make no sense ever.
0: Like, they yeah, never make sense. True. Every time I feel like I've got a lock on them, they're like, haha, no. Um, <laughs> I, I just will. like oh, what they're doing defensively. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're doing You know, and I, I really, really like that. And then if you, that Pitt special, I tell you what, I am here for quarterbacks catching the ball. <laughs> like, it, just makes me happy. And unfortunately, this was one of the games that, like, I, I was at a wedding this last weekend. So, my, some of the games I was in and out seeing some of the, like, all, you know, watched all the highlights oh, for oh, stuff. Oh, we'll but. get to that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just think that was a, when you look at all of the games Pitt has played now, it's hard not to kind of like this team a little bit. And that's when I get uncomfortable that they're going to break my heart again. Because, you know, they played well against. Penn State, and if not, wait. For is, a couple, Pitt,
1: is Pitt your Miami?
0: Like for me, what Miami be, yeah, is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think where it's like I look at this team and I'm like, I kind of like you guys. Don't mess it up. Um, well, I hope they fa- i hope that- they fare better than mine did. <laughs> look,
1: look. <laughs> hey, a win's a win. Yeah. 17 to 12 yeah. still counts. God, God I Manny saw Diaz that had one. to shut down practice the other day this week because he was so mad at how they were practicing.
0: Cool, cool. Oh, Things geez. are going great nothing to see
1: here I'm very yeah. sorry Miami I didn't do this to you on purpose like I really did like you I don't I don't get it
0: I'm that was sorry. a game that I did not it didn't come across anything when I was like doing my end of night recap and then the next day they showed highlights and I was like wait what 17 to 12 oh,
1: it was yeah. real gross Caroline yucky. Yucky. it was real gross Um, it was 7 to 5 at one point which I thought was hysterical but oh um, no
0: that's a great That's a great football score. <laughs> it
1: really is. That always makes me
0: laugh, unless it's the team that I fell in love with and they let me down. There yeah. was a UNC Virginia game, and it was after I think it was the game after Virginia upset Florida State in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, they played at Carolina, and the final score was seven to five. Virginia lost. UNC won. I was
1: at that game. I covered that game, Caroline. Oh my God. I'm just remembering. Yeah, it was super gross, and I've Ooh. covered a lot of gross football, but that yeah, it's bad. That it's ranks up, and interestingly, Miami was involved in the other grossest game I'd ever covered between UNC and Miami, um, uh, like two years ago. With Nathan Elliott, bless him, couldn't stop throwing picks. <laughs> bless his little heart.
0: What's uh that? Yeah, Even
1: Carolina. Yeah, I was gonna say that gets us to Carolina. Um, Carolina. Uh, well. <laughs> oh. You got Clemson yeah. coming to town. I got into a legit discussion with some people this week on Twitter about so Clemson's coming. Obviously, they're very good. Obviously, they're very scary on defense and on offense. They're scary any way you can, any which way you can imagine. Carolina right now is without its center, um, and probably without their left tackle, who's one of the better O linemen in the league, Charlie Heck. The backup center, um, he's having a hard time. Yeah, <laughs> he's having a hard time, and you you've really seen that play out over the course of these games. Where like S- Sam Howell's had his moments, and usually they've been in the fourth quarter. But it's hard to get much of anything going offensively if you have a guy in your face, especially coming right up the gut, right, almost as soon as you step yeah, the football. <laughs> and it's hard to get the run game going too. Um, so I was having a legit discussion about like if you're Carolina, do you even consider like, I guess you can't not play certain guys, right? Yeah. You can't, you can't do that.
0: Like you can't just like throw in the towel from the get go, but no, if, no, <laughs> but if you're, no, that would be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think. Understandable, but wrong. Um, <laughs> right. I think if, if there are people that are maybe questionable, definitely hold them out. Yeah. You know I mean, like if someone's like, Ooh, my knee kind of hurts. Yeah. And if we were playing a game that was potentially close, I'd play. Now, I get your say. Like, I think you just go as it is, and then if you're up by, if you're down by thirty, like, all right, Sam, let's rest for next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you. I think you pull the plug a little earlier than maybe you would have, because yeah. like you just. I mean, you don't want anybody to get hurt, and I don't think that Dabo or Clemson would try to do no, that. That's not, not even what all. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just literally saying like you're playing basically you know, NFL players. Like, that's yeah, my- and you know, not to just besmirch apps defense at all. I mean, that, I, I already forgot the guy's name sadly, but the, he had like a great game against Carolina. Um, one of the best defensive games you'll ever have is what that guy did against mm-hmm. UNC last week for app, their defensive end. Um, I God, I really don't want to short him because like he had a great game. Uh, and, but like, you know, the uh, Clemson's guys are, yeah. you know, they're a little, yeah. A
0: little, a little, I did like your different. discussion about the um, trading, a football win over number one versus the the basketball streak, and I'm like, get the football win. Like the streak of beating Clemson at home for Carolina is very cool. It really just doesn't matter though. Like, it, you know, what I mean, like yeah. I think a football win over number one gets so much more. Mo- and normally, I would just default to like look, don't touch my basketball. It's so lovely and perfect. I don't know if you know, but they won the national championship. You know, I don't want, it's my bad. Like, no, I'm not trading anything for a whatever in basketball. Um, But this one, I think like just a streak, like, and I don't know, like, yeah. I feel, you know, if it was against Duke, I'd be like, oh no, like, sure. Like if they had a huge winning streak against Duke, like, no, you don't trade that. Like that's huge rivalry. But I just don't feel like, a random stat against Clemson that's just gone on for like just an obscenely long time that just now it's like, Oh yeah, that's weird. Like, I don't know. You take that win, man. You'd be, you'd be Clemson. That'd be great.
1: Yeah. My initial hesitation when this discussion came up was just that like Carolina's not going anywhere this year. Anyways. True. Were you like, Why um, were you trade thing, this year.
0: Or right, a, you know, but that's control.
1: not a choice that was being given. Yeah. So, like that wasn't on the table. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think like if you have the choice, I guess you probably have to pick that. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely weird, and it definitely plays out like how some of this, um, how some of the feelings around football around here sort
0: of. It's, it's just been a real emotional roller happened. coaster for the Carolina fans this season. Like, to you yeah. know, I caught yeah. a little flack for being like, hey, maybe we shouldn't. Get so excited after this US, USC game, um, like oh, don't tell us how to celebrate. Like this team or I was like, no, I'm not trying to do that. Like you know, <laughs> celebrate the hell out of it. Like have fun. Woo, yeah, wins. Um, but like slow in terms of yeah, like who they actually are, right? Yeah, but like there were a few issues that I'd maybe like get a little worried about with you know how some of it played out. You know, like kneeling at midfield, <laughs> giving Carolina a chance oh, to yeah. like score again, but. I think just and I, I appreciate what Mac Brown said about this he thought this team would be yeah. two and two. He just thought they'd win the other two games. Like that I thought that was the most fascinating yeah. statement from a coach. I don't know how often you get that kind of like candor, um, where it's just like, no, straight up yeah. I thought we'd get I thought we'd lose the first two and then I thought we would win these two. Um a little, a little disrespectful to wake, but <laughs> What?
1: yeah and winning the first two yeah yeah you know it's that football culture i mean wakes used
0: to it oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> oh my god I just, that's okay that was a whole Oh yeah uh, by the way i need to i don't want to short the app state defensive lineman who had the amazing game demetrius demetrius taylor two and a half sacks yeah, That's not bad man yeah uh an interception and two forced fumbles like that dude was insane
0: Yeah. Also fun yeah, Carolina fans won't want to hear this either, but fun fact, the brother in law of the groom of the wedding I was at went to App State, so we were all huddled around my phone, streaming it between the very end of like cocktail hour (laughs) <laughs> and the you know, guy who's trying to run the wedding comes in and is like, Hey, uh, we gotta get everyone down to the carriage house for dinner and we, so we can introduce the wedding party. <laughs> Ryan, the brother, the brother-in-law was like, Hold on one second, one second. We're all like huddled around the phone as they kick the field goal to try and tie it. So it was a he had a very lovely evening. <laughs>
1: Look, you know, it's if if you don't care about Carolina at all, then that's an amazing, yeah, moment for App and some and one that's been sort of a long time
0: coming with what they've done. And I was I was psyched for well, App. Both my aunts went to App State, actually. Happy Appies. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got an NC State yeah. and uh, two Appalachian states.
1: Oh, by the way, if if it doesn't get any uglier for Carolina, um, if it's not going to get ugly with the defense versus the Carolina offense. Uh, let's flip it around, shall we? Um, Carolina might be without their two starting corners against Clemson's wideouts. Yeah, that's brutal.
0: What I feel like also not Carolina good has way more injuries than I feel like this, they had this last year too. Like it's just tough. You can't. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to win games just in general because football's hard. That's I mean, especially when you're playing in the crazy coastal. Like anything can happen. But when you start like losing people like that, that's just so tough. Like, especially when you've got play Clemson. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Mac Brown's been really big this year on like, I don't want to make excuses. Like we're not going to talk about injuries. And I get that because it has been a conversation in years past, right? Like it has, but at the same time, um, it's it's just it's it and by the way this isn't meant to be an excuse people don't at me okay mm-hmm. everybody has injuries we'll get to some of your teams injuries in the future i'm sure i promise we will but like it's it's a thing where if you're not a clemson or an alabama or, or a team like that that's just overloaded with talent it's hard to withstand those types of things and there are some injuries that matter more than others obviously like you don't want your quarterback getting hurt you don't want your center getting hurt i think that's a big
0: one um you know so the, you know virginia virginia raises hand <laughs> yeah i need that i need that to not be a thing we're
1: gonna oh yeah we're gonna get to them um i kind of want to hit if it's cool with you i want to hit georgia tech temple first yeah let's do it so we got jeff collins going to his former school (laughs) um i mean look temple's gonna win the football game like i'm pretty sure (laughs) like
0: I mean, I still go back to the fact that, like Temple just beat Maryland the week after Maryland came off of like destroying Syracuse, like blowing their doors off. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Temple as well. Also, that Georgia Tech, you know, lost to the Citadel. Um, but yeah, the real real excitement is going back to his old school. <laughs> For
1: sure. And like, it's interesting because he's had he's been like this ATL, ATL guy and really embraced that. He is a Georgia native, so I will give him that. Um, But I went back to look because I was like, you know, come to think of it, like he was coaching in a city in Philadelphia that has a lot of that same kind of like Philly pride, you know, that vibe to it. Um, And I immediately, it did not take me long. Temple head coach, Temple football coach Jeff Collins has no ties to Philly, but Philly ties came to him. (laughs) So, yeah, the root, the roots of toughness. That's he really, he really. So, like, this is not something. That he, you know, this is not a new phenomenon for him to like really fall in love with the place that he's at. Um, and that's, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, no, you don't know, get into it. Uh, past guest on this well, show, Brant Wilkerson knew uh, heals Maven, UNC Maven. I don't know what the exact, but he, uh, he, 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 he said, he said that uh, Jeff Collins has Marianne Williamson energy.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. And, it,
1: and at first I was like, I don't know. And then now that I, the more and more it goes on, I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, I see it. Um we also found I also found a piece uh, about something that Jeff Collins used to do when he was at Temple. Um I need this to be a thing that he does at Georgia Tech by the way. Um <laughs> I like need it very much. But um he had a swag chalice. Yes. I am not making that up. And did you see it? Like, I sent you the link. Did you see it? Yeah, it's absurd. <laughs> it's like bedazzled and everything. And he would drink. What did he call the drink again? It, I forgot. His, like Green lightning? Yeah, that's it. Is that it? It's literally Diet Mountain Dew. Um, that's holding space in my brain, by the way. <laughs> Green lightning. <laughs> Green lightning. Um, so, yeah, he's just a lot. He has a little bit of like a...
0: He's a little extra,
1: right? Is that is that wrong to say? Yeah. Which is, I mean, like, I don't,
0: he's enthusiastic. He's enthusiastic.
1: Yeah. In a way that I find a little, I find simultaneously like amusing and off-putting.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: That's generally how I feel about most people that are super enthusiastic. <laughs> cause
0: I'm a Yeah. Fan. It's mostly cause like, I'm like, you're here. I need you about here. <laughs> like, yeah. I appreciate that you're up here, but it's early and I've had like- one cup of coffee. I need you here.
1: Hey, just call it a depth chart, my dude. You know, <laughs> it doesn't need to be above the line. Coaches, coaches and
0: their like sorcery with depth charts never fails to amuse me. Like, just release them and make them accurate, please. I know you're like, yeah. you're trying to Stop. outwit the other coach, but I really need to know who's starting at center because we're trying to do previews. <laughs>
1: Th- this is also why I don't gamble. Um, because, mm-hmm. yeah, I know that they lie about this stuff all the time. So. Yep.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as job. simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech, it opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
1: Well, let's get to it. Virginia at Notre Dame. Ooh. When I think of Virginia Notre Dame, and I'm very sorry in advance. <laughs> no, I think
0: everyone thinks of this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the moment where the heartbreaking touchdown to end that game. What was it? 2013? Am I uh, making
0: that 2014? 2013? 2014.
1: 2014. Manti Teo. Yep. It's just the Manti Teo team is how I know them, right?
0: Yeah. That's- it was legitimately an iconic moment in Virginia fan history. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm sure everyone listening has seen this picture of a poor kid slumped over the wall because that's, I was at that game. Uh, that was how literally everybody felt. Like, it was devastating, like, absolutely devastating when Deshaun Kaiser, like, dropped that pass in there. And I'm, man, I need to make sure I don't get it confused with the very similar almost as heartbreaking loss to Louisville the next year uh, where Micah Kaiser legitimately had his arms, his hands on Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson got away and threw the touchdown pass. Um, That was just two very, very brutal um, (laughs) games. We might have been right about 2015. I'm going to look it up. Um, But yeah, this it's, this is going to be an interesting game to me because I feel like Virginia has literally nothing to lose. Right. So you're going into this game for no. You, Mm -hmm. everyone thinks you're going to lose or you're expected to lose because Notre Dame is undeniably, I think, a better, like, a better football team, objectively. Like, they've got more talented players and they've had a longer sustained time of being good at football, (laughs) like, recently. Um, And you're on the road at a place where I think the stat was um, ACC teams are 0 and 20 when going to South Bend to play a ranked Notre Dame team. It's a very specific, like, on a Tuesday type stat. (laughs) When ACC teams go to South Bend and they play a ranked Notre Dame team, uh, none of them have ever won. So, like, that's tough. Like, you're hitting into a tough environment. Virginia could come out and just, I think this team is capable of beating Notre Dame. It's just a matter of, like, how do they start playing? What does the game look like? Can Virginia force any turnovers and, you know, really make things weird? and that's going to be the big key. I think. Yeah, for sure.
1: So what is the like I am reading different things about the situation with Virginia's center. Like somebody said that he was out, but then I'm also seeing that he was playing another position. Like I'm very confused.
0: So the starting center, the guys listed on the depth chart, um I I hate to not I hate to be that person like doesn't want to attempt names. I just don't want to like really just mess it up. Um Oluwotumi, uh I think is perhaps what it is. <laughs> Uh, so he hurt his snapping right. hand. Sure. I think of like snapping turtles. It makes me like kind of laugh every time that I feel bad because like this kid's injured. Um, his snapping hand against Florida state. So he did not play against ODU. So Tyler Fannin played against ODU, but then he got hurt and I don't know what that injury is, um, but they had to reshuffle things again. However, both are listed back how they were originally on this week's depth chart. But... <laughs> Bronco also had them that way on last week's depth chart, so um, no one really knew that he wasn't going to be playing. Um, at least I didn't in that sense. But so th- that's going to be a huge question mark, obviously, because while normally you'd say like, oh well, the center just has to stand there and they have support on either side. Um, clearly, the beginning of the game against ODU um, that the offense was just—it's like everyone decided to get real sleepy at the same time. The whole first quarter, I would give everyone on the team an F, defense included. Missed tackles, blown assignments, the whole thing. I just straight up Fs for everybody. I don't know what we were doing. I don't think that they overlooked ODU. I think ODU had a really good game plan. Um, But just take that first quarter and shoot it into the sun. Um, The defense got outstandingly better. Um, Especially Charles Snowden, who was just fabulous. Um, And the offense kind of like When you score twenty eight unanswered, I'll give you a little slack. Like you realize that you were the better team and put it together and won the game. Fine. Again, wins are hard, but you can't you can't start like that. You can't do that on the road against Notre Dame. You're gonna get trucked by twenty five. Like you just can't do it.
1: Yeah. No. For exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's. I I know you were at a wedding. You were. You were a little in your feelings, and I don't blame you because I was was sitting there. The States game was, like, sleepy as well, and we'll get to them too, but I I was sitting there watching the box score, and I'm like, "Uh, Virginia, y'all okay?
0: Uh, What's going on? (laughs) This was, it was very much a game with, like, the poke with a stick, like, meme, where you're like, excuse me? Like, are you dead? Like, they just needed to wake up, and what I do like about this matchup yeah. I would listen to a discussion about whether, like, who has the stronger defense between Georgia and Virginia. I would, I would entertain that discussion. Like, I know West Durham on Packer and Durham thinks that he said he thinks Virginia actually has a better defense than Georgia. I like Virginia's defense in all three levels. Um, and I like that they're going to try and make things really uncomfortable for Ian Book. Virginia has a really good rushing defense. Notre Dame's rushing is not great, Bob. They have not done well with that this season. Um, I think they had, like, 46 yards or something against Notre Dame or against Georgia. Um, It was not a lot of rushing yards. So if they can make Ian Book have to make plays, I'd like Virginia's chances in this. On the flip side, how, like, Puma Pass made Notre Dame's defense look a little silly in the first week, in the first half, until he fumbled it three times. But the, like, how do you, how will Notre Dame adjust for that? You know what I mean? Like, how are they going to be able to deal with containing Bryce Perkins? Um, it, that, that's the stuff that I'm really looking at on Saturday. Notre Dame played well
1: against Georgia. It was a weird game, though, because, like, it just seemed like both teams were, like, handling a grenade of some sort that... like, <laughs> And so I, I thought, I kind of thought Brian Kelly going in as the underdog would have taken a f- few more risks. And I don't know. Maybe he knows his team. I mean, I'm sure he knows his team better than I do, so I'm not...
0: But I was a little surprised by that. Um, I think Spencer called it, they both look like they were trying to sneakily fart in <laughs> church, like just trying to get one away, like get out. And I, I died. I was like, that is hilarious because the visual is almost as funny as the like end result. But it's, I, I don't, I don't envy any defensive coordinator that has to go one week from defending a quarterback like Jake Fromm and all the things that he brings in the traditional pocket passer to then defending a player like Bryce Perkins, who has just a litany of different things that he can do to you at any moment. Like, I think there was a tweet on Saturday night where I just said, you know, thank God for Bryce, Ter- Bryce Perkins, TBH. Cause <laughs> he makes stuff happen when it legitimately should not. And you know, a lot of people say like, Oh, that's all Virginia has going. And I, I completely disagree with that. Like you can't, praise him and then also discount what he does. Like having him be able to do things as part of like, why not use that? Obviously you don't want the pocket to collapse every time and he has to scramble, but his actual carry numbers are down this year. I think they're like consciously trying to get him hit less, which I am 100% like here for strategy. Yeah. And, and being able to, you know, people will knock him real hard for, he's like, Oh, he's not a great passer. Like that's, Virginia just doesn't have the deep ball or they had the deep ball threat. Like they could do it. It's happened, but um, they prefer these seven to 15 yard pickups. And honestly, if it's there every time, why would you not? Like that was how they just destroyed Florida state in the second half.
1: You take what the defense gives you. That's absolutely.
0: absolutely (laughs) so i'm really 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 interested to see how this goes i think it'll be it's a great statement chance for virginia but if they don't capitalize it's not the end of the world which is what i think makes them the most dangerous like yeah
1: they they just need to yeah they just need to not get embarrassed and
0: right that's really it um and there really hasn't been many opportunities or many instances in the last like two and a half years or so where that's been a problem um do we know who that fan was by the way the fan that was like there is there was a story written about them i think someone said they're like an architect now or something i don't know what's going on and doing <laughs> oh wow doing Extra for that
1: guy then great. yeah i know
0: <laughs> <laughs> I th- maybe i'm making this up they're probably like a banker like- he's
1: probably flying he's pr- oh oh yeah, he's slumming it with the bankers <laughs> he's, he's
0: probably he's building his- houses he's yeah. just you know doing numbers Gosh.
1: <laughs> he's probably gonna fly his private plane yeah his private plane to something
0: or he's completely destitute <laughs> he's completely destitute and his life has been ruined from like watching that game um and everything fell apart and this his dog left, him. dog left him and i don't know <laughs> 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 yeah i it, this will be fun i'm excited it's a 330 game it's a nationally televised it's have you been um, there i haven't i was very close i've got some friends going shout out um kyle and missy uh heading down there to they're taking the who choo choo is what they're calling it i'm sorry what yeah the who choo the choo uh from chicago to south Bend. uh there's a bunch of stuff going on like the uva club in chicago so they're doing a bunch yeah. of things and So it should be a great environment. Everyone, it's one that I I really kind of wish I could have gone, but just like schedules wise and work wise, it just, it would have been too much, but um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I think I'm nervous, but it's, it's, it's it's exciting time for Virginia. Well, that gets us to uh,
1: the personal highlight for me uh, of any, (laughs) of any ACC football season hashtag the rivalry. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about because Caroline literally didn't know what I, I was talking about. I didn't know this about. one. I feel bad. Let's um, my ACC card. This is a little like, this is a little like hipster ACC reference, but um, Boston college and wake fans had sort of a jokey joke thing going on where they were like, Hey, let's be our, each other's rivals. We don't really have one. Um, the league, I guess, disagreed because I think they have other permanent partners, but um, <laughs> they have played some games. In recent years, that are special, and I frankly, I frankly miss them. Like, I miss those matchups, um, that they had with each other. And it, they, it's, I think the over under now is higher than in actual Big 12 games, <laughs> um, which is both accurate and upsetting. If you remember the good old days when Boston College and Wake would play each other, um, the It capped off really. There's really no topping this. Um, In Chestnut Hill in 2015, Wake won three to nothing. That was one of my favorite ACC games in recent memory. For real,
0: Wake, Wake in their three nothing games. Really, it's it's impressive. It's incredible.
1: It's wonderful. Like you shouldn't have more than one of those, (laughs) not to mention like in a brief span of time, but there, here we are. Um, and then 17, 14, uh, BC won the next year in a gross game. And now they're, they're just all scoring points against each other. This is not what we signed up for y'all. Um, and they'll probably score a lot more in this one. Um, but we had a special thing going for a little while we really did. We did. Um, Having watched Boston College and Rutgers play on purpose, I can tell you that Boston College is not all that great. But I feel weirdly like this is a dangerous situation for Wake, and I hope I'm wrong. Um, I feel like any time in the past we've ever been like, y'all need to respect Wake, listen to Wake. Like, trust me, Wake is good. Wake does something disappointing. Um, Wake is at its best when it's like not being paid attention (laughs) to.
0: (laughs) Yeah, nobody look. Don't look at us. (laughs) Like they're the ones that don't want to be ranked, which I understand. Like that was definitely. like Virginia basketball fans for a while, where it's like some people were like, no respect. And other fans are like, Hey, just let us like hang out in the darkness over here. Like just winning games. Please don't, please don't look at us. Like nobody look at us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Don't <laughs> pay attention to us. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I stupidly said something about the league, not making them permanent partners. They're both in the Atlantic <laughs> division. I'm sorry. I'm on day five. of a kid. Give me a break. Um, But yeah, no, I, I, I think like, I want to be wrong about that because I have nothing to base it on except for just like, Wake in the past. So, again, hopefully I'm wrong because um, I think Wake is good. I really like their offense. Jamie Newman is just playing ridiculously well right now. And Boston College's defense is um, a pile of garbage.
0: Yeah. For lack of a better way of putting it. Oh, this is another one to me that is going to hopefully, question mark, which means it will not, provide answers about what the heck the ACC is and what they've got going on. Yeah. Um, because again, like Boston College is not allowed to lose to Kansas and then beat And her. then try and do other stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it would be, it's just, it's, which means they 100% will because it's just like oh. the rudest thing you can do. Be like, exactly. you lost to Kansas and actually had me a little worried about Rutgers for a hot second. Um, oh, I'm always worried about Rutgers. <laughs> yeah, for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> um, but this is just a game, like you said, Wake is all this momentum, all this conversation about you know, are they the second best team in the league? Are they, you know, will they even have a chance to keep it within a score against Clemson? God, this is like the saddest thing ever. Clemson is so good. (laughs) It's just so funny to talk about that way. Like long live the coastal, complete chaos. Um, but it's just, you look at wake and they've got like so many talented players and I love what they're doing. So therefore knowing how the ACC works, this game is going to be a disaster. Everyone will expect it to be super high scoring, which means it's going to be like (laughs) Like, (laughs) 12-7. Pretty much.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, in that case, I'm in. Like, if that's how it goes, I'm here for it. Yes, please. Sign me up. Um,
0: (laughs) But if they win this, you have to think that they are ranked this week, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been ranking them. um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. I've been ranking them for sure. So uh, this
0: would be, this is my second week ranking them, I believe. So, yeah. Um, And this is still my last rant on this. This is my beef with like the understanding that, you know, for the league to be considered good, the Mm -hmm. teams that people think need to be good are Virginia tech outside of Clemson. Again, Florida state and Miami. And And I'm sorry, it's, I understand that, but just because Virginia, and Wake Forest and Pitt are playing well does not mean that the league is trash. I'm sorry. Like that's one of my biggest beefs. So maybe it's because, you know, it's Virginia in there and people are like, Oh, there was like a poll from, I think it was even the that was like, is Wake like is wakes only, he listed three schools, Indiana, wake. And I forget what the other one was like, do they only exist in college football to get beaten by other teams? And I'm like this, I mean, I get what you're trying to do, but like, this isn't even accurate. <laughs> like, like Lake is playing really well. And just because that they're not like Miami, we're treating them like it's some fluke and the league's a disaster. Like this league got good coaches in. A lot of them were hired around the same time. Like, but you've got Clausen, you have got Cutcliffe, you've got these guys that are doing good things. And ones that I think that will continue to get better. Like Jeff Collins, I think will actually work really well at Georgia tech, but just because it's not your trio of branded names from decades past doesn't mean that the league's trash. That's my rant. I just it, no, I know. I hear you. Are, are we the SEC West? Like no, <laughs> or the SEC overall? You know, no. But Carolina beat Carolina beat South Carolina, so we got That's that going. Right. It just it's a little bit yeah, of a take that beef. away. that
1: goes in the record books what it sure does believe me i was there i thought i've seen some worse (laughs) ones go in the record books too um (laughs) state fsu is
0: the nightcap yeah wow um this is it's it's like the the post-dinner port of the evening
1: (laughs) (laughs) what did i try one time in a restaurant that i was like ew that's like it sounded great i think it was like a sherry
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the sherry. We're really. like, this sounds in theory. <laughs> in theory, it sounds very great and classy and fun. And then in actuality, it's a disaster. Yeah, <laughs> makes your st- yeah makes your stomach upset. Yeah, that's this game. Yeah, and I think uh, state fans are probably
1: already there right now. Like, I know they've, there's been a little anxiety about where they're at. Um, and I get it. I mean, I watched them last week too. Um, Mess around with Ball State and they've been sort of slow starting games anyway against bad teams. And then what happened against West Virginia wasn't very good. They've had their own injuries to deal with, just so we're clear. Um, State also has them, um, especially uh, they lost uh, James Smith Williams, pass rusher. um, Great human extraordinaire. Look it up if you don't believe me. It's true. Um and he's coming back this week, so that'll help. They also have Nick McLeod that's been out, senior cornerback. That's not helpful. Um, but I still felt like they should have been able to rely more on their defense than they have, and they just haven't been able to do that. And I'm I fear for what the um Florida State offense will do to although I guess you just get out to a big lead. Um let Florida State get out to a nice comfortable halftime lead
0: state. That's your that's your move. That's your play. Yeah. That's seriously. I, I think it was the David Hale stat. Yes. Florida State has led and trailed in the fourth quarter in yeah. every fourth quarter, and I
1: th- he couldn't find another team. I don't think in like fifteen
0: years. That is unbelievable. No, he could barely find one that like three teams, like a team that did that in three of their games, let alone all like all four. Like, and and he went back. I think he said fifteen years. Like, holy crap, Florida State. Like, just the psyche. That's my biggest concern. Like, mentally. When you go in the half into the locker room with half with a lead, like do you almost not want to have one? <laughs> like what happens when they go into halftime without a lead? Like it hasn't happened yet. Ooh, maybe they should try it. They've led every single game. Yeah. And they've lost two and almost lost two. <laughs> maybe they should try it this week. Should have should have lost another one. That, that Louisiana yep. Monroe one kills me. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so brutal. Um, it's just, man. And I, that Florida state Louisville game was, was exciting and, or, you know, a thing, you know, game that was about, I think what people expected another game where you're like, you could tell me a final score and I'd have to ask you like who won. And that's kind of how I feel with this one. I, I was really high on state to start the season um sorry i have to be more specific (laughs) nc state um i don't know anybody calls i don't think anybody calls florida state okay good yeah (laughs) like state to me that's like state forever is is nc state like michigan state gets a full name like you know although like state is state and tech is virginia tech like georgia tech doesn't just get tech i get really confused when i hang out with my cousin who went to georgia i was like why are you talking about like she's like oh georgia tech gotcha um I was really high on state because I just think that they've just been so consistent Mm -hmm. and that's, what's been like so off-putting, I guess this season is, Ooh, man, I don't trust them now. Yeah. And they've got that West Virginia game crushed my
1: soul. It was pretty, that was ugly. And I, I they got quarterback issues right now. Matt McKay um, had a nice drive, or he had a nice couple drives after he got pulled um, in the first half for Bailey Hockman. When Bailey Hockman came in, by the way, former Florida State quarterback, so that'll be an interesting storyline to watch this week, depending on how much he plays. But he came in and he threw a pick that wasn't his fault. Um, I think everybody would agree. And Dave Dorn said afterwards that they had planned that, like he was going to get a series when the game was still meaningful no matter what and he was going to come out no matter what but I think it lit a little bit of a spark under McKay he was really good after that but in the second half he was like one for eight and had 16 passing yards and that's just that's tough it's not like it's it's not great and if the offense continues to be this kind of meh like you're they're gonna go to Hawkman like they're he's not gonna have a choice and um yeah it'll be interesting yeah,
0: yeah and that's part of it that makes me the most like oh, this makes me uncomfortable. Is there... I feel like they're struggling positions that State is normally, like, super secure in. Like, they always have good quarterbacks. Yeah, like,
1: they've <laughs> that quarterback. Yeah, it's been a while since they've had one. It's probably been since, I want to say, Dave Doran's first year. Yeah. Um, that they had a quarterback that was, like, not, you know, not an NFL quarterback. Yeah,
0: really. and honestly, the wide receivers, too. Because it's just those two, they've always had this strong, like, passing game. And maybe I'm just like completely still enamored with Tori Holt because I always will be forever and ever. Amen. Because I love him. So I'm like, NC State? Wide receivers, Torrey Holt—they're also good.
1: Well, they've got two in the NFL right now. Yeah. You know they've got a number of offensive linemen that are currently yeah. in the NFL. They've got year. like
0: seventy-five quarterbacks that are all starting in the NFL. <laughs>
1: right. uh, Jacoby Brissett mm-hmm. is—you know—that was a Dave Doran quarterback. I, yeah, I feel like it was his first year of quarterbacks um, when he had like an Arkansas transfer and Brandon Miss, Mitchell, and then Pete Thomas. And they were not
0: good, um, and that was the last time. Yeah. it's like if Tony Bennett had a crummy defense you'd be like oh this is really unsettling because like this is what you're supposed to, this is what you're really good at like I don't understand like what that's what I, I feel like it's just it's throwing me off and maybe making me a little bit more critical of NC State than I should be I think it's No, I don't,
1: I don't think. Yeah, I think it's fair. I I think like the defense has been not as good as I thought it would be because they returned some guys. They didn't lose as much as the offense did. And it's, it hasn't, it's been, I know they've had injuries again. I understand that that stuff matters, but it's been a little, it's been a little disappointing and we'll see, we'll see what they can do. And now they're going to be up against the best offense they've seen. Yeah. Like, so, good luck, question mark? And I'm curious um, what Florida State's going to do
0: with the yeah, – yeah. we oh, man, the if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Um, I don't know if Blackman's going to be ready or if they're going to play Horniburg. I am a James Blackman. Oh, yeah, he's a doll. I am a James
1: Blackman stan. I, I don't
0: know why. Yeah, I love him. Like, he's great to watch
1: and he's great fun, but he got hurt last week. They're not sure if he's going to play. Yeah,
0: and I mean, um, they, if you have Cam Akers going against you, you got to be ready, like – Cam Akers is legit. Oh, I love him. Like, just absolutely legit. So it's just a matter of, like, what this game. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. This is one that... I know it's not the, like, fancy ranked-ranked rivalry or whatever you want to call it, but that's definitely one that... Bradley Chubb
1: spit on uh, the logo last time they were in Tallahassee. Evidently, FSU fans did not forget (laughs) Based on a Twitter search. Oh, no. Yeah. So, I mean, look, he's not playing. So, like... (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> None of these guys kind of this is another game where say just like Virginia Tech, what is this environment gonna be like? Yeah, that's very true. what is the feeling gonna be like in Tallahassee? How many people are gonna be there? How loud are they gonna be? You know?
1: I think it's even more true, honestly, for this game than for Virginia Tech, because I feel like Virginia
0: Yeah, Tech, definitely 100%. I feel like
1: Virginia Tech people will know how to party on a Friday night in Blacksburg. Like that's fine.
0: Um but Florida State people Yeah, Friday nights are just tough like is everyone able to get there? Sure. Like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Tallahassee, Saturday night. I don't know, man. I don't know, yeah. and how much as soon. It's one of those two that I feel like as soon as anything goes wrong, the Boo Birds are just oh. P.S. Take flight. You won't
1: believe the stat, and we'll probably we'll close it out more or less on this. But like Florida State has gone back to back games without turning it over, um, for the first time in like I forget how long it was. It was a really long time that I was like, what? How? But also, like, wait, these games have been so bananas down the stretch, and they've lost these leads without turning the football over. It's the first time since twenty fifteen, and and gosh, I forgot about this too from uh t- to Sean Reed on. Like Alex Hornibrook was talking about Blackman and he was like, you know, during the game, he was like Blackman after he was hurt. even He's hopping around on one leg, you know, trying to hype up the team. Like, I just I, I love that dude. I just think he has such moxie and like such spirit. And it's, God, that sounds like such a backhanded
0: compliment. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Such moxie. I don't know if I've ever heard one quarterback tell another quarterback they have moxie. And well, spirit. no, he I didn't like say that. that. I'm
1: saying that. Oh, that's okay. My, no, okay. that's good. my uh, my evaluation of him i love his mox uh, no no yeah. um well it'll be it'll, it'll definitely be a fun week five um i just spoiler alert people i i will be record i am recording this where i currently do not know if my child will pick games i will try i don't know what i can bribe him with as we are currently out of ice cream but um either way i'll throw it to alex in some form or fashion until next week bye Alex, how you doing? You feeling okay? You feel better? Yeah. You feel better already? Yeah. All right. Duke of Virginia Tech? A Virginia. Virginia Tech? Is that what you're saying? Uh, a ginger. A ginger? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna still. Is that Virginia Tech? Hokies or Blue Devils? You know, Hokies. So you said Oh no. That's back again, huh? Okay. Holy cross or Syracuse? Syracuse. Okay, I'll we'll answer that one. <laughs> Delaware or Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. I went through hot Pittsburgh. Yeah, you picked them to win a g- big game last week, and you were right. That was a good job. Clemson or UNC? UNC. UNC. Wow. That would be... You'd win a lot of money if you picked that. <sighs> Wake or Boston College? <coughs> you! Oh, goodness. Boston College. Oh Boston College. Okay. Uh, Georgia Tech or Temple? <coughs> oh, boy. Yes, you can hear that he is sick. Georgia Tech or Temple? Temple. Temple, okay. That sounds like a cool name, right? (laughs) Okay, yeah. That's about my reaction. You're gonna sneeze again? Oh, here we go. Whoa, that's a good one. Whoa, boy. All right, you're almost done. No. Virginia or Notre Notre Dame? Notre Dame? You picked against Virginia? You just threw my rice on the floor. Oh my God. Yeah, that's appropriate. Uh, Hey, hey, let go, let go of my play NC State or Florida State, it's the last one NC State or Florida State No Wolfpack or Seminoles No I'll push play on your show NC State or Florida State No Okay, you don't get to watch your show anymore Yeah NC State or Florida State, come on Florida State. Florida State. All right, buddy. Thanks for powering through. Florida State. Florida
0: State. You want to hug Florida State? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for powering through, buddy. Say bye. Bye.